Sunday. Good morning. Sunday morning.
set you free but I really want to let you be and a part of me wished I could set myself aside just let you take the ride just chalk the rest up to destiny I could let you believe that the only restraints in life are the size of your dreams let you believe each kid grows up with the world at their feet when I know too well it's open season I know they're taking stock and raising stocks and raising stock and I'm simply not here to sit and watch as you learn the lesson all cogs are taught keep your head down and keep to task and just keep on blocking the rest of it all out just keep on with the rest of the herd of a million adjacent oblivious workers the forest unseen for the trees and the trees unseen for the fallout no what's more damning baby the truth or the ignorance Fuck it, I honestly wonder if I see the answer so well Baby, believe me well I know it's scary, I scare myself If I could find a way out of my head I would run like hell I would ditch this body politic minus occupants Somewhere far from the dismal abyss In the tranquil crystal and bliss of the beach I could rest with the rest of the shells And if anyone asks them anywhere else If I'm really needed Just light the candle, then read the book And then ring the bell my untarnished heart my little perfect soul this world will melt your mercy down so they can sell its gold this world will take your worth and then demand a thousandfold it's full of greedy pigs who'll eat you out of house and home they'll strip your bank account and sweep you somewhere down the road and then return to eat your tent and shitty bike you rode your bottled water only shoes and coat and broken phone then smiling in your face they'll tell you that the shelter's closed This isn't such an awful place Is that what you want me to say? You prove it's possible to sleep for days And to still think you're right here awake The cost of living isn't much to make But God, it's so hard to save And when they told you everything was safe Were you safe? Safe. 
growth who has come here to vie for your vote come here to cry at the camps and to mourn at the shore for the bodies that float by the wreck of an immigrant boat then it's back to their luxury home couple security booths and a moat couple cigars little escargot little booze and a soak just breathe in the steam and the smoke pink salt lavender candles are low shit when you do what you do gotta lighten the load and he got a life of his own that's a sight to behold and it's a lot to control to decipher the code Independent left dot news indie. indie. What's up, Indie? Indie News Network. Indie. I get news from Independent Left. Independent Left dot news. Independent Left dot news. Indie Left Media. Independent Left News. Indie Left. Independent Left News. Independent Left Media. Indie Media. Indie Left. Indie. 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 Indie Left News. Indie Left. Hi, Indie. Indie Left News. Subscribe to Indie News Network. We're world building. Your your way of assisting, I feel like, is really cool. Independentleft.news. Independentleftnews. I'm a huge fan. He created INN. The founder of uh, Independent News Network. Indy is the founder of Indy News Network. Thank you, Independentleft.news. A huge thank you and shout out to Indy Left. Everyone, check out Indy Left News. Hey, Indy Left. Independentleft.news. Indy. Indy. Hi, Indy. Indy Left. Indy Left News. Indy News. Independent Media. Independentleft News has done an amazing job. Oh, oh, hi, everybody. Hi. Oh, hey, we're we're back. Hi. Um, why does that doing that? Okay, something's funny. How are you? This is Indy. Um, I'm so happy to be back. Oh, hi. Uh, we are we are not only on Twitch, Cynic, but thank you for being over on Twitch. Uh, we are on Twitch. We're everywhere. Uh, this is Indy. For those who don't know me, hi, I'm Indy. I know it's been a little while. Um, I know I'm here now. The second time this week, or actually the third time, because we were with Jesse too, but um, been a little bit. And uh, I got this guy sitting next to me. It's definitely been a little bit since we've been sitting next to each other. Uh, this is Reef. Yep. This I is a. Uh, this is Reef. Um, this is how do we miss that? In case you didn't see the big spinning thing, the big thing below us on on the ticker, and um, we're gonna do a couple news stories, and then we're gonna get to some eye bleach. That's how this show works. We're normally live on Sunday nights, 10 o'clock. But, uh, but we're going to get to all that. Just that we want to give some people a couple of minutes to, to get in here. It seems like it's just really quiet tonight. I don't know what's going on. I know they're not used to us being live on a Thursday night. But 
A lot of people are live also. Yeah. So we're just going to do our stories. We're going to have some fun. So um, this is episode 66. Actually, I did an awesome episode with Fiorella on Tuesday morning. Um, So grateful that she made the time from Moscow to be able to do a couple stories with me. It was a lot of fun to do the news with her. I'd never really read stories with her. And it was great to hear her take on, on what's going on with the residents of Donbass and their experience with wanting to be aligned with Russia more than with Ukraine and who she spoke to. And <clears throat> I was incredibly grateful for that. Um, and we talked about Rage Against the War Machine, which is apparently a hot topic. Uh, the, the event that's going to be next Saturday on the 19th. February, please, if you can go, if you can support it, Rage Against War, I believe .org is the website. Uh, just Google it. I'm sure you'll find it if you don't know the website. Um, this guy did a show last night, INN News. Yep. Done Rockin' and Rumble. Check it out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, INN got a content strike. So we're live on all the INN channels except YouTube. Um, thanks a lot yep. to ScrewTube for having your ridiculous rules about making fun of big pharma being wrong and lying about everything that there's been, but safe and effective, safe and effective. We swear they're according to YouTube, safe and effective. So how do we miss out this podcast and live stream featuring articles written by independent journalists who expose corruption, cover the growing labor movement and challenge establishment narratives and talking points. New episodes stream live Sunday nights, 10 PM Eastern on our YouTube rumble, Twitch, Rockfin, Substack, Facebook, Telegram, channels. The podcast usually published within a couple days. I'm co-host Indy. I am the founder and editor of Indy Left News and Indy Media Today Substack. And this guy sitting next to me, co-host Reef Breland, is also INN's technical director, creator of INN News and Reefer After Dark. Hopefully we'll be getting that back one of these days soon. Both of our, both hosts yep. that you he, he, see and listen to here are co-founders of Indy News Network, collaborative family of independent content creators. And you can find all of our channels on IndieNews.network. Very simple, IndieNews.network. Uh, there's been you know five, six weeks already since our last show. Uh, I put this together. Actually, I was going to do this on, on Sunday night. I was feeling really, really ill, down for a couple of days. I was hoping <laughs> I was going to be back, but thankfully we're back. So we're going to do stories that we were going to do Sunday. Um, please make sure to share this link, like the stream, subscribe to the channel on all the platforms where you watch and listen. We're everywhere. We're on rockfin.com at everything slash IND left news. So if you go to rockfin.com slash IND left news, you'll be good to go there. Um, or you go to indiemedia.today, I-N-D-I-E media.today, and you'll get all the links to all the different places where we'll stream. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else is happening? Uh, we shout the volunteers. Everybody's in the crawler and they, you know, we really appreciate everybody's help, support. Um, Patreon.com slash IND left news as well. If you do want to leave us a contribution, a monthly or one time, hook us up, Cash App, same thing. PayPal, we're, like I said, everywhere. So thank you so much for all that. Let's go to our stories and shout out to Big Mac Crab for the thumbnail. Uh, this was actually the older version, which says 65. This is now 66, but we're going to talk about the we're cop. We're for 69. That's, that's the important one. Well, I don't know. 69. We're going to have a real good time. That's going to be a little special. But um, we're going to talk about the, mm-hmm. the, the grad student strike at Temple. We're going to talk about Tyree Nichols a little bit. And mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk about Facebook and independent media. And then 
Palestinian media, which is not exactly the most fun topic ever, but I think it's important to cover it. And uh, we're going to take some medicine there, but but it's really, you know, there are some journalists doing some great work, and we need we need to get them some more visibility. So, the first story I want to talk about though was was what happened with Tyree, and uh, mm. I changed this to it's now not not off scot free because he's not totally scot free. The guy got fired, but he hasn't been charged. Now this is the sixth right. cop. Okay, so this is this is the story in the Canary. And you're you're talking about almost a week already, um, since since this happened. But the white cop that tasered Tyree Nichols had not has not been charged, and that's still the case. Now he got fired, but he hasn't been charged. So uh, as Agence France Presse uh, reported, police killed Tyree after beating him repeatedly. We know following a traffic stop, we've seen the video. Okay. Died on January 10th, three days after, I mean, suffering those injuries. And authorities have fired five police officers we know, charged them all with second-degree murder. This is all kind of old news at this point, but I don't want to let this story go. Because Memphis authorities released the graphic body cam footage. Like we said, he moans, calls out for his mom. His death and subsequent details sparked protests in Memphis, Washington, New York. Philly, Atlanta, a handful of other cities, right? We know this. And a lot of talk social media about the fact that five officers that killed Tyree were black. However, as pointed out on Twitter, this is how white supremacy works. All right. So, yeah. Do you think that it only meant the white ones? No, it's all cops. However, reports are now emerging that a sixth officer who was involved was white. And authorities have done nothing so far about the role that he played. So apparently, first Memphis Councilor J.B. Smiley Jr. Smiley Jr. pointed out on Twitter that one officer had not been charged yet. At that time, no details of the sixth officer were public. On January 29th, reports started emerging on Twitter that this was the officer who initially stopped Tyree, and he was white. This led political organizer Amber Sherman to delve deeper, alleging that she knew who the cop was. All right. And this is she, she names the guy Detective Hemphill, 26, needs to be charged accordingly for his part of contributing. Notice the Apple Watch in the pictures were the same on the band. And, and he's got the same Apple Watch band there, there and there. And that's, I mean. That's, that's a fucked up way to, like, figure that out. But. It's a little flimsy. Um, I, I agree. <clears throat> but guess who got fired? Uh-huh. So as News One re- reported, and of course he's getting a commendation there, how wonderful. As News One reported, a search shows that there is a Memphis police officer named Preston Hemphill. Tyree's family are already questioning this with his stepfather saying that in an interview. And right away, um, here's America Hates Us saying the same thing. The fact that authorities immediately charged them, even though the police is a white supremacist institution, if you're white, it will still protect you more as one Twitter user pointed out. Yeah, he wasn't arrested, charged, or fired like the other three, like the other five. Now he's been fired, all right? But notice what he lacks in melanin affords him to lack in the same accountability. Hashtag Blue Lives Matter. Hey, Cab. Although Tyree's killing isn't about the skin color of cops, ultimately the police as an institution is a white supremacist one. As author Will Gaffney, of course, said on Twitter famously that 
Whiteness enslaves, whiteness corrupts, whiteness consumes, whiteness kills. Those five black police officers were executing white supremacist policing in the service of whiteness. Whiteness, which happily receives their service, but not their persons, they could easily be next. And they are effectively being served up. They did an awful thing, 100%. Meanwhile, the police killing has sparked police, has sparked people to call once again, right, for defunding or abolishing the cops. And as Bree Newsom Bass says, right, the establishment would have done better to make major concessions after George Floyd because I think the Tyree Nichols case now has moved a lot of people from reform to, to abolish. And I hope so. And, um, you know, we're going to, we talk about abolitionism specifically around police is not just about police. It's, it's contrary to what some people say. He summed it up. It's about, yeah, police who protect fascists, who, who harass abortion clinics and attack folks who demand affordable housing. Right. You know, the, it's who are the, who are the cops protecting? Right. This is what policing is and why they want to get rid of it. So, you know, um, I know you did you cover Tyree on INN News quite a bit, Reef? Um, no, not not really. You're we uh you're frozen and you're rolling your eyes literally, or is that a gif? Dude. No. Oh my god, that's really funny. Oh, I can hear you, but it's really funny oh, because Lord. you're you're totally not mo okay. motion. But you're moving like you're, you're, you're like looking up and down just slightly and your eyes are certainly going in circles. And I just noticed that like, that, that's really funny. Um, regardless of ethnicity or race, it was police officers that killed Tyree Nichols and it was institutional white supremacy that took his life. As it does every time police in the U.S. Black, kill black and brown people. And that was really Steve's story. Um, so we can try to try to make an adjustment here. I'm working on it. Nice. Um, well, you can put up that frozen. Dude, that's really funny. Hold on. I got to switch this off. All right. You got to see. So Reef can't move right now. Reef is frozen and his eyes are like, they're doing like googly eyes. It's really kind of funny. Hilarious. Um, anyway. Uh, so you covered Tyree pretty extensively and, and, and the story, I heard something even maybe even, and I didn't look it up and I, I apologize about a possibly even a seventh cop that was involved, but I know that the sixth cop was fired. He has not been charged as, as of yet that I know of. And, uh, it's a justice for Tyree. I don't know how you get justice for that. I mean, you, I'm, I'm much, much in favor of abolishing, you know, um, I had a, a tweet that I did about it that some people liked. Um, and it was, it was, you know, abolish and re retrain and reallocate funds and all the things. I mean, you know, put more into mental health and, and redefine what police, what policing actually is. Um, it's it's just an absolute disgrace and a tragedy what happened to him and it's happening daily. Uh, the the statistics and the count on how many unarmed black and brown people and how how many unarmed people in general are being murdered by police 
it's it's more than one a day so far in this country. And I I still don't know what the answer is other than to continue to report on it because I think that there's a lot of people still that don't believe it's still happening or that it's happening at all. It's really weird. Hmm. Okay. So um I don't have Reef back. Reef still rolling his eyes at me. Thanks. I really appreciate yeah, that. I'm working on it. Yep. It's all good, dude. Um I don't know. You should see my computer. It's just like everything went black. So I'm No, I don't I don't see your computer. I see you and you're frozen like full screen. I'm saying like it's great. Everything on my end is like not working. So we'll see. All right. Um well. Um I'm just wondering if I should start. So we're we're there. Finally. I think it's just my computer's having a temper tantrum. Of course, because we went live. Hopefully it figures itself out. Yes, exactly. And you're a lot more mm-hmm. calm about it than I ever would be. Um, because yeah. I would be not so calm. You see, the thing is, is that calm is how you fix things. You yeah, but it takes know. me a minute to get to that calm is the problem here sometimes. Um, yeah. Let's just do that. Okay. We can do that. Now he looks like a like an OBS symbol. Uh, I'm trying to find the tweet, everybody, that uh, I would read to you about. Here it is. Actually, it was for, for Amir Locke. By the way, uh, yeah, while we're talking about Tyree Nichols, Let's just also uh, give a sh- give a one one bit of a of a word for Amir Locke. It was one year since he was murdered. That was a story that I covered that we covered, and it really had a lot of effect on me from Unicorn Riot. Um, that was at a traffic stop. Um, oh no, that was the no no the pre dawn no knock warrant. And they not, they busted in the door at 6 a.m. and and murdered him before he could even speak. Uh, I believe there might have been a gun on the floor, but it wasn't available or within his reach, if I remember correctly. Um, this is a horribly sad story. Um, so they had a one-year memorial, but they just decided that they're not going to charge the cop. And that's Officer Mark Hanneman. So if I go back to Indy May now, you'll be able to see on my Twitter um, the justice for Amir Locke and the tweet that I put out, which was, enough is enough, defund, disband, reallocate funds, start over, the system is badly broken. Amir Locke, say his name. And Tyree Nichols, say his name. And again, thank you, Unicorn Riot. We'll sign up for some free emails and uh, and alerts at unicornriot.ninja. They're a great outlet. One of the Indie Media Award honorees also. One of only 16 outlets to be honored and uh, good people. They've also been covering the Cop City long before uh, Tortuguila was, was murdered, but they've been heavily on that since. But they were covering all of the 
city ordinance tri- uh, hearings and going back. I mean, they've been on this story. So without my co-host here, I'm just going to do this story quick because this is a short story and not, not you know one that uh, that I can just whip through. But there was a grad student strike. Hey, how about that? Um, Temple students walked off the job, uh, grad students. So the TUGSA, which is a funny, funny name, the Temple University Grad Student Association, okay, uh, Temple University's grad students walked out on strike this morning. This was back again, January 31st, about eight days ago. Reef is, I know, invisible. Reef is having some computer troubles, and he is back, ladies and gentlemen. No kind sound? Sort of. No, We're working on it. You can hear me, right? Now I can hear you, yes. Yes. So winning is going to take bottom-up from Temple's unions and undergrads, shoulder-to-shoulder with Tugsa on the pickets. And um, you can see them there. Higher ed workers are helping drive labor struggle right now. Yes, you you can move. Yay, no googly-eyed reef. Um, as last year closed out, 48,000 strong grad worker strike flared up. We know at the University of California, not long after, adjunct struck at the new school. This morning... Temple University's grad workers joined the ranks of, of that struggle. And the new school won concessions, and, and University of California grad workers also won concessions. So this was in left voice. Jason Kozlowski, Indy Media Award honoree. Okay, can't afford rent. Time for a pay cut. Wait, huh? Yeah. Temple's grad workers are organizing the Temple University Grad Student Association, one of their major demand centers on wages. Their admin doles out nineteen thousand five hundred a year to pay grad workers, but average annual rent in Philly runs about twenty three thousand. So they can't live, and obviously they have to get some kind of a job in order to be able to make ends meet here. But Temple's bosses, though, seem to have seen an explosion in profits, which is weird. Because Temple reported to the IRS about $165 million in revenue over expenses, which is more than double the year before. Wait, what? Yeah. This year, Temple's leaders also raised tuition 3.9%. Why? Because they can. The glut of profit is paying for a massive Temple bureaucracy. President alone brings home a million bucks a year. Army of VPs, assistant VPs, deans, associate deans, assistant deans, and senior deans. And he, all of them usually rake in six figures. So that's where a lot of the money is going to high, high level salaries. Tux is demanding a 50% raise to cover rent and food, as well as subsidies for childcare and transportation. And I think that that's legitimate and realistic. And what are they supposed I mean, cut $10,000 a year off the salary of every single one of these administrators and six figure level people. They can much much better afford that than and and hand that ten thousand dollars directly over to these to these grad students. Okay, Tugsa had a strike held a strike authorization ninety nine percent it passed at the end of last year. Since then, Temple leaders barely moved. They offered a three percent raise across the board. Yeah, thanks, but and they increased parental leave just ten days. Some people are still in the hospital after 10 days. They rejected healthcare for dependents out of hand. So you work at Temple as a grad student. You're making 90, you're making less than minimum wage, $19,500 a year, barely over. 
and you only get health care for yourself. You can't even buy health care. Well, first of all, you can't even afford health care for yourself. Um, but even if you could, right, now they refuse to budge without huge concessions from people whose work lets the bosses take home somewhere between six or seven figures. Huxa walked out, as well they should. Fight between grad workers and the bosses will have major ripple effects. Jason's own union, the teacher, uh, the temple uh, associates union, uh, which organizes teachers, librarians, and other academic workers, has a contract that runs out in October. And if Tugsa wins real gains against the bosses, they stand a chance of fighting off pay cuts, winning better pay, job security, and benefits. Probably not. These guys are just going to pocket the money. Nobody's holding them accountable. But well beyond his own union, a winning strike could bring a fresh surge of energy to workers and students, could well inspire other unions on campus like the organizing undergrads. Interesting. Not to mention workers across the city and exploited grad workers across the city. I'm sorry, across the country. Um, If Tuxa doesn't win, Temple's going to be all the more brutal in demanding pay cuts and other concessions from every other union attacking budding union fights here on campus. Yeah, that's how it works. So they have the power to win. Grad workers are standing at a major choke point for the university. Teaching and research assistants lead hundreds of classes and hand out tens of thousands of grades every semester. On strike, they're flexing their strongest muscle, the labor that helps run the university. This is what we've been saying. You collectively stand up and withhold your labor. The university's labors know this. Uh, Leaders know this. It's why they're trying to turn the students against Tugsa and make this, just telling them to keep showing up to class even though their TAs are on the pickets and report to, to their striking teachers. Well, what are they supposed to do? They're sending threatening emails to faculty like, like him to warn us against joining the, the pickets or striking. There's a good chance that Temple will tell the people in the TAUP that they should teach in grade for the grad workers. So they would be scabs. Scabs. Mm-hmm. You want me to be a scab? Mm-hmm. Winning this fight is going to take active, concrete help from lots of other students and campus union workers. Refusing to, to teach strikers classes. Joining the picket lines, organizing ourselves to join the strike, bringing students to the pickets, along with coffee, mittens, and umbrellas. Undergrads can use their meal cards to deliver meals. Even the Teamsters are helping to show the way. Local 623 emailed Temple's leaders that they'll deliver no packages to campus during a Tugsa strike. That's solidarity. My union should do the same. Start organizing our refusal to teach at all during a strike. We could take a page out of the New York City professors, too, and vow not to scab for Temple's millionaire president. Yes. Yes, Jason. Thank you. And they'll need rallies for, their, for undergrads to show what the strike is fighting for and to build wide support. Grad workers will especially need the support of the, of the students organizing the new Temple University Undergrad Worker Organizing Committee. That's cool. So, one tool for building power is to do what strikers have long done, create democratic spaces at the picket lines every day. Those can be places for for workers from all parts of campus to meet, plan, share, and coordinate, teachers, librarians, and undergrads alike. Yeah, but that's also going to bring FBI, COINTELPRO, and, and infiltration agents. Understand that. Democratic assemblies would be excellent places to get more people actively involved, interested, and and invested in the strike. 
They would be ready-made, accessible spaces for tugs at a lot to link up with, win over students and other workers at the pickets to coordinate across campus groups. And they're just another way to fight the union-busting misinformation that's already been flowing out of the administration's threatening emails and websites like a sewer. Gross. Pugsha has to win for the sake of all the other students, workers on campus. Real, active, concrete solidarity will make that a reality. Hey, check that out. We got some kick-ass merch. Um, Here we do. So when I was sick and I could not regulate my temperature, I was wearing this beanie and it was keeping my head nice and warm, toasty. It was awesome. Um, one night I even... Your beanie cures cancer, you say? No, no, no. Just just a fever. <laughs> just a fever. Just a fever. And more cowbell. So it's... It's cowbell, got more, ca- it's more cowbell. That's right. Um, <laughs> I also got one of these, I have an Indie Media Today t-shirt. That that was pretty decent. But you can see, you can pick up some slippers, some some Bongfather slippers or socks, hoodies. We got all kinds of good stuff. And after the next store, you'll see, you'll see uh, Crab Rag Greg's, Greg's store. I have his shop coming up. All right, but before we get to that, uh, wow, we're yeah, we're, we're going real show, fast. I wanted to show people what my computer looks like at the moment. Here, uh, let me put I a can. single. Hey, look at that—a reef single. That's a that's a new a new camera angle for how do we miss that? Okay, it's not now quite both. Back to OBS. Oh no! Where's OBS? I can't even Alt Tab. He's frozen what again. What is going on? All right, well you're I'm fine. Again, I can see you. No, we see okay. you. You're still moving. You scratched your nose. We saw that. It was a scratch. It was a scratch. I promise it was a scratch. This is, this is, this is what it looks like. Uh, hold on. You need this. This right. I see OBS. Okay. With black screens. That's that's yeah. That's what it looks like right now. Nice. That's that's yep. Okay. We have this. And I do right. have boats down below, so we're good. Well, that's good. I just, um, well, that's I good. Figure out where everything else is. Nice. Okay. So, so um, you do that, and deck. I'm gonna go through this like six slide uh, uh, article right now. This is a quick one, and we're gonna talk a little bit about independent media and my favorite thing, reach on Facebook. But again, we got we got to take some medicine sometimes. You know, for some reason, I got to fix the the thing. Um, Restream is supposed to disappear after a certain amount of time, and it's not. When Reese Comp froze on this end, it looked like you're moving ever so little. Yes, that's absolutely right. He was moving to a lo-fi beat, but what was even better was his eyes were rolling around, literally like they were googly eyes. Dude, it was so great looking at it on a, on a 38 inch screen. I was, it was cracking me up during reading the article. I got to be honest. Dot com. Good to see you. So, what is a like worth? Um, and on in oh, I I see some stuff coming back. Okay, okay. Stream, so Stream Deck works that in that way. So fair. Um, I really you know, fair has been fair. <laughs> they do some really good work. They feature Alan McLeod. Um, who is one of the best writers there is in a media award honoree. But they also have this guy named Ari Paul, who can sometimes be shit libby. They can have some really weird takes about some of the media being ultra right wing that is really not more independent. Uh, I disagree with some of their stuff, but they've been challenging media bias since 1986. And 
I respect them and their work. Um, and I really like this article that was posted by Luca Goldman Sewer and about how liking a post on social media might not seem like a high impact action, but nonprofit media groups actually depend a great deal on their readers' online engagement, which I'm sure you're well aware, but not just how much in impact you individually can have on the reach of all of our stuff. All right, when people like, comment, share, and click on the links of independent media posts on a site like Facebook, it tells Facebook's algorithm that this is content it should show to others. This increases the amount of people the post will reach. And without these engagements, it's safe to assume that Facebook would show these posts to hardly anyone. Well, we know how that works. More than simply co-signing their content, engaging with posts on social media is a meaningful way of supporting journalism organizations you're sympathetic to by ensuring the organization reaches a larger audience. This is one of the things that Independent Left News was created for, was to help independent content creators reach a larger audience and reach people that they wouldn't normally ordinarily reach. So to examine the impact of social media engagement, Fair conducted a study of its effect on our own posts on Facebook. Fair counted engagements and total people reached off of three of its Facebook posts for each month between November 2020 and October 2022, as of November 21st, of November 1st of last year. And these posts are of varied types. They include articles and counterspin transcripts. Counterspin is their podcast and promotions for their, for their website and for merch, etc. They found a clear relationship between the amount of engagement and the number of people reached. For every one engagement, there were 10 people reached. All right. And only a slim fraction of its audience engages with Ferris posts in the form of reactions, meaning in a light like on Facebook or a heart reaction on Twitter. So they react, share, uh, or click or comment. It's only a small fraction of those people are even doing that. And the, this fraction of those who engaged, depending on if the post was an article, a transcript, or a promotion, they broke all of this down. And they found that the more people engage with their posts, the more people the posts reached. That, that makes sense, right? And this finding supports existing public knowledge that a post's reach depends heavily on engagement. And it's important that the left-leaning social media users take this relationship into account because right-wing digital actors have proven far more effective at manipulating the algorithms of social media sites. Um, we did an article way back, I remember, about uh, Ben Shapiro and, and the Daily Wire and how they were just dominating Facebook with the clicks. And there was some kind of link between a bunch of different groups that were interconnected. And they were getting like 20 times the reach of any corporate network. It made no sense, but they were figuring out how to game the algorithm. For all the accusations that social media sites are run by, quote, woke mobs, there's actually an overrepresentation of right-wing media on social platforms, right? And because journalists often rely on these platforms to assess which stories should be told and how they should be framed, the online right has exerted significant influence over what stories corporate media decides to cover. Mm, I don't know how much I agree with that, but sure. I mean, it's... It's not corporate. It, it's not that the right-wing sites have. It's a, that corporations have, and what's corporate-friendly is usually aligned to the right-wing more than to the left. Um, 
This overrepresentation of right-wing views in corporate media makes it all the more important that an organization like FAIR, working to expose corporate media bias, gets its message across on social platforms, which is absolutely true. But their study found that on average, and this is pathetic, only 2.7% of the people reached by one of their posts will ever like it. Promotional content like fundraising pitches fared even worse, with only 1.6% of people reached liking those. And to understand why this might be, who truly likes fundraising pitches anyway? Unless you're extremely well off, you can't be expected to contribute to every fundraising drive for every nonprofit. I was doing a bunch and I had to cut back quite a bit just now. Um, so you might think the best thing to do is just keep scrolling, but to like a fundraising post without donating might seem hypocritical, right? But actually what it does is don't think that way. It's actually a free method of putting that fundraising pitch in front of someone who might be more willing to contribute this time around. Because when you like it, your entire network could potentially see that. Bottom line is that if you're interested in helping nonprofit organizations and independent media, like FAIR or like Indie Left News and INN and RBN and all the other organizations and all the other nonprofits and all the other independent media that we cover and support and amplify uh, to help get their word out on social media, countering the right's digital influence and corporate media's digital influence, it's worth interacting more with posts that you think others should see. Totally, 100% agree. And hey, I promised that we were going to get that Big Mac Crab Store. Um, mm -hmm. Check that out. That's cute. So you've got the Genera, Amer Generica America. That is one of the albums that he had. You can grab that, I believe, on Bandcamp. Go to bigmadcrab.linktr.ee uh, slash bigmadcrab, and you'll find all his links, including a link to his store, which doesn't have a decent URL. But if I click right there, it'll probably just go right there. And, and, and of course, it's messed up with the sizing, but you'll see that there. All right. So there's, there's his Twitter files one with the Elon head. There's a hoodie, and there's your Yoel Roth at Twitter HQ, you know, letting all the f, letting all the agencies in, and then we'll get to the to our last story in a in a minute or two. Wow, we're 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 moving pretty well actually. Um, Here we are. I told you it was going to be a fast one. Um, so, yeah, jumping through hoops to please an algorithm, hoping it will ever favor us. Yeah, it's pathetic, um, and it's getting worse. You know, as they censor us, and I don't know if you, you heard .com, but uh, we, we did get a content strike over on INN's YouTube channel. I ran a Joe video uh, that was kind of like a, a parody, or uh, it wasn't even a parody. It, the one that got us banned was a collection of corporate media during the COVID time and basically all the lies that they were telling. And now that we know that what, aren't, what weren't true, we're just reminding people that, that they... They told lies over and over. So, mm -hmm. um, what else is going on? Um, yeah, it's just been a real quiet, quiet night. What's, uh, everybody up to? Um, there's no Chinese spy plane. There's no, no Chinese balloons. Um, we know that Cy Hirsch confirmed everybody's, Suspicions about Nord Stream. I had a little bit, a little off. I thought it was the UK 
divers uh, and and with help from the the Polish when it was actually our frogmen with help from the Norwegians, but it's six of one, half dozen of the other. Um, but but yeah, I guess we'll get to this last story and and then we can get to some boats and some eye bleach. So let's let's do this. All right. Oof. All right. Uh, what? I know what I need to do. Why is this not full screen now? Hold on a second. F11. There we go. I got it. I got this. You're welcome. Thank you. Actually, I had to hit escape. But this is a story that's kind of important to me, and it's going to be hard for me to get through, but I'm going to try. Um, Palestinians are not liars. And this is in sheer post. Um, confronting the violence of media delegitimization, which is what's been happening to the Palestinian people, to their journalism, and to the people who are trying to report the truth of what's happening to them in Gaza and uh, and and all over. Uh, but this is Ramsey Baroud, who I think is terrific. Uh, this is a Min Press News. <clears throat> 55 journalists already have been killed and hundreds more injured or detained by Israel since 2000. But yet for many Palestinian, physical harm they face pales in comparison to the constant delegitimization of their work by the media. I mean, we, we've seen this, but on January 19th, during one of its raids uh, on, in the occupied West Bank, the Israel, Israeli military arrested a Palestinian journalist, Abdul Musen uh, Shaladeh, Alade, Mir Al Khalil, Hebron. Um, this is just the latest of a staggering number of violations against Palestinian journalists and freedom of expression. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm going to have some friends of mine that I'll probably get some phone calls and arguments about from this, but let me get through this and we'll. we'll I mean, get to you it. can get them Roger Waters tickets. Yeah, definitely. So... <clears throat> A few days earlier, the head of the Palestinian Journalist Syndicate, or PJS, Nasir Abu Bakr, shared some tragic numbers during a press conference in Ramallah. As, they, as she said, 55 uh, reporters have been killed, either by Israeli fire or bombardment, uh, he said, uh, since 2000. Um, hundreds more wounded, arrested, detained, although shocking, much of this reality is censored in mainstream media. Yes. The murder by Israeli occupation soldiers of veteran Palestinian journalist Shireen Abu Akhlech. Of course, on May 11th was an exception, partly due to the global influence of her employer, Al Jazeera. Still, Israel and its allies labored to hide the news, resorting to the usual tactic of smearing those who defy the Israeli narrative. And she was murdered, shot, I believe, in the face. Uh, by the IDF, she was on a wall. She had a journalist's badge. She was wearing a helmet. Um, the helmet said press on the front. Yes, it did. Palestinian journalists pay a heavy price for carrying out their mission of spreading the truth about the Israeli uh, oppression of the Palestinians. Um, the, their work is critical, not only to the good, not only to good and balanced media coverage, but to the very cause of justice and freedom in Palestine. I mean, the AP building was destroyed last May. Maybe that was even 2021 at this point. In a recent report on January 17th, PJS detailed 
some of the harrowing experiences of Palestinian journalists. Dozens of journalists were targeted by the occupation forces and settlers during the last year, which was the highest number of serious attacks against Palestinian journalists. However, the harm inflicted on Palestinian journalists is not only physical and material, of course. They're constantly exposed to very subtle but equally dangerous threat, which is the constant delegitimization of their work. <clears throat> and that, that that AOC is what actual violence with words is. Um, one of the writers of this piece, Romano Rubeo, attended a close meeting involving over 100 Italian journalists on January 18th, which aimed at advising them on how to report accurately on Palestine. Rubeo did her best to convey some of the facts discussed in this article, which she practices daily as the managing editor of the Palestine Chronicle. However, a veteran Israeli journalist, often touted for her courageous reporting on Palestine, dropped a bombshell when she suggested that Palestinians cannot always be trusted with the little details. She communicated something to this effect. Though the truth is on the Palestinian side, they cannot be totally trusted about the little details, while the Israelis are more reliable on the little things, but they lie about the big picture. As outrageous, let alone orientalist, such thinking may appear, it dwarfs in comparison to the state-operated Hasbara machine of the Israeli government. But is it true that Palestinians cannot be trusted with the little details? Well, <coughs> when Shireen was, was killed, he was not the only journalist targeting Janine. All right, her companion, person next to her, Ali al-Sabudi, was present and was also shot and wounded by an Israeli bullet in the back. Naturally, he was the primary witness to what had occurred that day, and he told journalists from his hospital bed that there was no fighting in that area, that he and Shireen were wearing clearly marked press vests, that Israeli soldiers intentionally targeted them, and that Palestinian fighters were not anywhere close to the range from which they were shot. That was not the official story that was put out. All of this yeah. was dismissed by Israel and in turn by Western mainstream media, since supposedly, quote, Palestinians could not be trusted with the details, except that's not true. However, investigations by international human rights groups and eventually a bashful Israeli admission of possible guilt <laughs> proved that al Samudi's account was the most honest detailing of the truth. This episode's been repeated hundreds of times throughout the years, where from the outset, Palestinian views are dismissed as untrue or exaggerated, and the Israeli narrative is embraced as the only possible truth, only for the truth to eventually be revealed, authenticating the Palestinian side just about every time. It says every time, but I would say just about every time. Quite often, facts are revealed too little, too late. And that's done by intent. And sounds a lot like the cops over here, huh? <laughs> Where they get trained. Yep. The tragic murder of 12-year-old Palestinian boy, uh, Mohammed al-Durah, remains the most shameful episode of Western media bias. The death of the boy who was killed by Israeli occupation troops in 2000 in Gaza while sheltered by his father's side was essentially blamed on Palestinians before the narrative of his murder was rewritten, suggesting that he was killed in the crossfire. That version of the story eventually changed to the reluctant acceptance of the Palestinian reporting on the event. Unfortunately, the story didn't end here as Zionist Hasbara continued to push 
its narrative, smearing those who adopt Palestinian version as being anti-Israel or even anti-Semitic, which is ridiculous because Palestinians are also Semites. Though Palestinian journalism has proved its effectiveness in recent years, with the Gaza wars being a prime example, thanks to the power of social media and its ability to disseminate information directly to news consumers, challenges remain great. Nearly four decades after the publishing of Edward Said's essay, Permission to Narrate, and over 10 years after Rafif Zaida's seminal poem, We Teach Life, Sir, it seems that in some media platforms and political environments, Palestinians still need to acquire permission to narrate, partially, partly because of the anti-Palestinian racism that continues to prevail, but also because, per the judgment of supposedly pro-Palestinian journalists, Palestinians cannot be entrusted with the little details. I mean, I, I, I can't... Uh, I'm just facepalm. However, there's much hope yep. in this story. There is new, empowered, and courageous generation of Palestinian activists, authors, writers, journalists, bloggers, filmmakers, and artists. It's more than qualified to represent Palestinians and to present a co cohesive, non-factional, and universal political discourse on Palestine. You know, um, and, and we're talking about people like that. I mean, people who we're around quite often who are outspoken like, like Revolutionary Blackout and, and the folks over there. Um, just Abby Martin and Gaza Fights for Freedom. Um, so the new generation searching for truth. Indeed, times have changed and Palestinians no longer require filters as in those speaking on their behalf since Palestinians since are supposedly inherently incapable of doing so. It's, of course, ridiculous. The authors of this article recently have interviewed two representatives of this new generation of Palestinian journalists, two strong voices that advocate authentic Palestinian presence in international media, journalists and editors Ahmed Alanouk and Faya Salash. Salash. Salash is a West Bank-based reporter who discussed media coverage based on Palestinian priorities, counting many examples of important stories that go unreported. As a Palestinian woman, she says, quote, uh, we have a lot of obstacles in our life, and they are all related to the Israeli occupation because it's very dangerous to work as a journalist. All the world saw what happened to Shireen for reporting the truth on Palestine, she said. She understands that being a Palestinian, reporting on Palestine is not just professional, but an emotional and personal experience as well. Quote, when I work and I'm on the phone with the, Pal the families of the Palestinian prisoners or martyrs. Sometimes I break into tears, unquote. Of course she does. She's, yeah, she's human. Mm. So, indeed, stories about abuse and targeting of Palestinian women by Israeli soldiers are hardly a media topic. But she says that Israel puts on the democracy mask. They pretend that they care for women's rights. But this is not at all what happens here, she says. They hit Palestinian female journalists because they're physically weaker. They curse them with very inappropriate language. I was personally detained for interrogation, she says, by Israeli forces. This affected her work. They threatened her, saying if she continued to depict them as criminals in her work, they would have stopped her from being a journalist. Yeah, sounds like a lot of freedom of press there. Um, 
Yep. Quote, in Western media, they keep talking about women's rights and gender equality, but we don't have rights at all. We don't live like any other country, she added. Hmm. And so for his part, Alanouk, the head of Palestinian-based organization We Are Not Numbers, explained how MSM never allow Palestinian voices to be present in their coverage. Even pieces written by Palestinians are, quote, heavily edited. So it's also the editor's fault. Sometimes they make big mistakes, and when a Palestinian is killed in Gaza or in the West Bank, the editor should also say who the perpetrator is. But these publications often omit this information. They don't mention Israel as the perpetrator. They have some kind of an agenda that they want to impose. Well, we, we know what that agenda is. When asked how he would change the, the coverage of Palestine if he worked as an editor in a mainstream Western publication, he said, quote, I would just tell the truth, and this is what we want as Palestinians. We want the truth. We don't want Western media to be biased toward us and attack Israel. We just want them to tell the truth as it should be. <laughs> you know, I'm going mm-hmm. to tell, I'll finish this, and I'll tell a little story about that um, personal. Mm-hmm. Prioritizing Palestine. Um, only Palestinian voices can convey the emotions of highly charged stories about Palestine, stories that never make it to mainstream media coverage. And when they do, they're often missing context and they prioritize Israeli views, if not outright lies, and sometimes omit Palestinians altogether. But as with the work of Shireen and Al-Samudi, Al-Anouk and Shalash, um, and hundreds more, uh, continues to demonstrate Palestinians are qualified to produce high-quality journalism with integrity and professionalism. They must be the core of their own narrative in all its manifestations. And in, I hate to even draw a comparison in any way, shape, or form to anything that's going on in this country, to what these these people have been suffering and, and, and under. But the Amazon Labor Union, for example, has to be the organization that messages and frames what the Amazon labor union is and wants in the same way, in exactly the same way that Palestinians must be the core of their narrative and all its manifestations. It's time to break away from the old way of thinking that saw them as incapable of narrating or being a liability on his or her own story of being secondary characters that can be replaced or substituted by those deemed more credible and truthful. Anything less than this can rightfully be mistaken for, I don't, I don't, even, I, I don't know this this phrase, Orientalist thinking of a bygone era. Or, uh, you know, it's it's, you know, kind of antiquated thinking of a bygone era, or worse. Um, the story I was going to tell, and you know, it's the, it's this this paragraph right here. I just want, I, I would just tell the truth. I want the truth. Um, when I was a kid. Um, my brother definitely got some preferential treatment. And at some point it was actually like admitted. And it took years of like being gaslit by one of my parents who denied that this was going on. And in a therapy session, I was asked like, what, what do you want? And I I was pretty much, I, I just want the truth to be out. Like I want, people to understand what's going on, why, and that this is not what it's being framed as. And 
that it eventually ended up happening. You know, the truth ends up coming out in the end. Um, and, and yeah, it took years. It took me leaving and moving out and, and mm. wanting equal treatment and being with a parent that would give me equal treatment, uh, to my brother, which is all I ever wanted. I never wanted preferential treatment. I just wanted to be treated equally, but, uh, it was, it was due to, you know, my, my mother's own trauma due to divorce and personal who knows what. And, you know, she right. saw, she saw me as my father and looking just chose to take that out at that, you know, and it, uh, yeah. So I, I can, I can kind of understand about, you know, like your story is just not being believed and it's, being dismissed and somebody else is trying to speak for you and not really messaging it the way that, that you know, it should be messaged and conveyed. And it's, it's, yep. you want to scream at the sky every day. And, and that's, that's why I wanted to tell this story. I, uh, it, it's hard for me. Um, especially of course, as a Jew to hear that, that my people treat, treat our brothers and sisters this way. I mean, that's, we really are. Um, <laughs> Were you fact, referencing old man yells at sky? Was that what it was? No, no, that was that was no. young that was young man who's seen his family and who spent his whole life fighting. Yes. Is yells at sky. Um it's not young man the song. You know, and I I, I, I give shout outs and you know, courageous uh, uh credit and kudos to to Max Blumenthal, to Aaron Mate, to Lee Camp and Eleanor, and to Katie Katie Halper, uh, Jews who stand up to other Jews and say what what's going on here is wrong. And oh my goodness, Samantha Cohen, welcome. Uh, I'm a Temple undergrad student, and we are organizing an undergrad strike day on two fifteen in response to Temple's actions. Please give us a shout out and spread the word. Absolutely, Samantha. Solidarity with with the union. We were re we read a story earlier. I don't know if you you caught it from Left Voice, uh, all about the grad student strike, and and we're hoping that the teachers union, Jason Kozlowski, wrote wrote the article, and, and I'm hoping that he is going to, um, not break your the the the, the grad student strike, um and to not break the picket lines and refuse to teach classes if the administrators get down to that. Uh, we understand and we, we read through what some of the demands were and the struggles that, that, that the grad students are going through. So that's excellent. Uh, on if, if you can tweet at us as well, uh, at INDLeftNews or at GetIndieNews, get INDIE News, um, we'll be happy to retweet and amplify that for sure. Um, we want to see you guys stand up to, to, uh, to, to the bosses there with, you know, the administrators are taking home way too much and leaving the grad students to, to live in squalor and to have to really struggle and, and at least have a second job just to make ends meet, um, no childcare and healthcare for their loved ones. I mean, there's basic stuff that can be done. And at this point it's greed because we've seen how much profits coming into the to the, to the school. So, um, thank you. Thank you, Samantha. Yes, you can absolutely DM me. Uh, 
DM. Yeah, actually, my my DMs are closed. So I think Get Indie News has open DMs. At Get Indie News. Uh, we also have a, a show um, Twitter account. How do we miss that? But take off the, the, the last T. It's all one word. How do we miss that? And I will make sure that I turn on DMs for that so you can send it there. How do we miss that? And um, so let me take that down. Okay, cool. All right. I look at that one hour. We did it. We made we made stories in an hour. Thank you. Um, Reef is taking his his pre pre uh, boats vape, and uh, <laughs> I say it's time. And I watch mindless shit boats that smash into other boats. And it's it's a reef show. <clears throat> what is a reef he's, show? He's going to take a second, but. Um, yeah, let me go into, how do we miss that Twitter account? Make sure that that's turned on for DMs. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. <coughs> you want some of this. That would be nice. Yes. Look at that. His boats. I hope everyone's ready for boats. I'm ready for boats. Been a while. I need boats. Uh, I need some boats. Here you go. Let's just order one of these for the INN studio. Wow. Is that a joint roller? Yes. Nice. It's like how it's made. Weed edition. <laughs> Look at it go! How much? How much? How much butter they have there? Oh my goodness! Oh my god! Enough! Oh my goodness! Enough! I'm stacking them like crayons. <gasps> oh. 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 Chicka chicka bow wow. Like like like, like you know you need a dispensary with this like just like it's Duncan like it's Duncan Krispy Kreme with the with the syrup waterfall. Booties like food porn, weed heads like weed porn. That is weed porn. I know, right? Um Oz says he has the munchies just watching. Don't worry, I have stuff for that, Oz. But you can celebrate four Trini on one five. Because you know how to reduce fractions. Oh, that's good. That's, oh, that's good, so great. So glad to hear that, Samantha. That's great. If you I have the, the munchies, munchies just watching. Freezer pro- nice. Uh, <laughs> these little freezer props from the Chinese place are freaking awful. Do not recommend. Yeah, that's soy Look sauce. At the little freeze pops. That is that, soy that, sauce. That's soy sauce. That's gross. Try the orange ones. Oh, God. Did you see Try the first the comment? Ones. Try the orange ones. No. I love it. <laughs> Try the orange ones. Try <laughs> the yellow ones. What do you mean? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they got a little kick to them. Um, oh. Oh. Um, somebody. Somebody fucked up. Somebody's they were a little high. Very high. Somebody <laughs> is very high. Is very high. 
Um, your 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 camera's like off center a little bit. That's I'll fix I'll fix your name, babe. Is this this better? No, 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 no. Or I'm talking your the frame of your your you're good. You're good. I'm talking the frame is not up okay. against the edge of the browser, but that's all right. We're gotcha. Good. You're good. Nice. I love the Fu Manchu. Respect to the know, respect right? to the stash. Little nectar collector. Little bourbon. Little flowers. Yeah, that's a that's a really clean, lovely bong. Ace is high, and then a, then chugs down a fucking. Ice cold Ziggy beer. Zaggy, Ziggy, Zaggy. Or, or, or. Wow. Stay safe. Stay safe, everybody. I don't, Stay safe. I never understood, like, why that is necessary all at once. Um, wow, that is electric green. Damn. Isn't it? That right there. Oh my goodness. Damn, got a doobie. Light it up. No. What is he gonna do? Please tell me. Oh no. Okay. Just what happened? Lit the doobie with with weed. With lava. That was lava. Um mm -hmm. that was that was an active volcano. Yep. I love it. That's outstanding. Yep. I mean, wouldn't you want to light your weed with lava if you were near lava? So how do you feel about this, Indy? Do you know what this is? Ah, hot so, box. Nice. This is this is the Uvas, right? Mm -hmm. um, you got Drivers that don't mind the devil's lettuce. I love it. Oh, my God. They charge you yep. more for a driver yep. that'll smoke weed with you? Yes. This is literally a Trailer Park Boys episode, but, you know. I think, like, I, literally, I, I, I'm guessing that they probably, re, they probably changed that up a little bit, but. I'll tell you, if um, in Vegas. It was you pretty need, much this. In Vegas, you need that. Because, yeah, like, half the drivers Vegas. smoke weed. Where can you get picked um, up? And wait, go, what's the top one? A 2004 Honda Accord with one door painted a different color. Painted a different color. But you're allowed to yeah. get inside. <laughs> that was the multicolor car club. I love, I love multicolor cars. Um, That's awesome. The uh, if you've got the munchies, Indy, you might want. Oh my god, banana. Indy no like banana. Indy no like banana. Oh my god! Ah! It is giant banana. Oh my Look god! How big it is. Oh, that's holy shit! That is a Lexington steel of bananas. <laughs> Lexington, okay. You're showing your age. Yes. Um. Oh god! Find all right. This is a a, a like it's a. High checkpoint. This is how we got to tell how high you are. Find the dishwasher. Tell me where the dishwasher is. Find yeah. the dishwasher. I knew where that was. I knew where you were going with that. Nice. Bro, if, like, if, if it opens, if it opens by the handles, 
I'm even more impressed. <laughs> well, like, they cut a hole in the dishwasher. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, if you were high enough, you would could not find that fucking dishwasher. You know you couldn't. That would be very difficult. Mm, um, sure. So we made it to Dad Zone. Boy. Um, so this Uh-oh. is yes, a document of rights. The documents of rights. How much a boy can do depends on if they want to do it, not their age. So the rights that we don't have shall come to us. We will have 50% of the rights we don't have. (laughs) Fucking. Well. Like. Signed. (laughs) All three of them. Well, well, signed all four. (laughs) It said he signed, uh, he got all three. all three siblings. All three of the younger siblings decide it. That's what's up, dude. They need fifty percent of the rights they don't have. Um, <laughs> like I am down for that. I am down for that kind. That of is a smart kid. kid. He's going to be a lawyer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he is. Lawyer up. Um. So, speaking of rights we don't have in the game of Monopoly. Um. Oh no. You you played Monopoly a few you times know what in my life. In Monopoly. Somebody okay. goes broke. Either that or you, or you sold your house. Which one do you want to do? Do you want to sell your house? Or do you or do you want to owe the bank three? Okay. You owe the you bank three? Three. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, uh. I get four coins. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's playing that Monopoly. You're <sighs> laughing. <sighs> no, he's not laughing. Your turn. This is the game. Noah. Then why are you getting sad, bro? Do you have any money left? No. <laughs> no. no, that means you lose the game, dude. Uh, yeah. The kid is aware of the it reality the of losing one's Monopoly. house. No, I don't think he meant like his house. Like you literally have to give up the house you live in. But maybe. That's but that's what he had to do. Oh God. Um, I I'd be wanting to punch my kids in a snot box even more when they're right. <laughs> with Denzel? Yeah, except, right. except. My name is Denzel Washington. Actually, it's Denzel. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go play Minecraft while you reevaluate your life. That is going to be my daughter in about three years. Yeah. If that, um, I'm in so much trouble. At least, at least you're not gonna be this this daughter. So do you remember? Do you remember the show? This is a very '90s thing. All the '90s babies in chat are like, "Oh my God, it's figure it out." No. Um, okay, so the point of figure it out 
was it was a panel show where comedians would have to figure out what your thing was. It was very similar to like what's my line, but it was uh-huh. for kids, uh-huh. right? And you'd have like it'd be like blank blank blankety blank blank blank, right? <clears throat> you know, and you might have like from and you're asking yes or no questions to get like what this is. So dog drinks milk from her mouth. Oh, oh, no, wait, wait, how was that even allowed on television? That was fucking welcome to the 90s, son. What, 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 what the, what in the fresh (laughs) hell's going on there? That's something that like Jake Uger would get into. You'd get slimed. There'd be a word of the day. That was double dare, the the sliming. No, this was also this also was this also was sliming. It was the word of the day. Nineties okay. um, babies can confirm. Um, so, is this is this you with your kids just all day, just breaking ankles? <laughs> I don't have I don't have that accuracy. Oh, dude, he's got it's good. Bro's got skills. I know, right? He didn't even touch rim. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> look at, look at, look at, look at who it is. Woody. Look yes, I it see. Is. It's I see. Woody. I see. He breaks Woody's ankles, too. Like, oh, God. I don't know why that was funny to me. It's just like he was not even, like, there was a time where the kid falls and he just, like, points at him. That one. He's like, that one. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like anyway wow um here we go and action Jenny, what are you a fish. oh yeah what a are... Fish. <laughs> are you a wicked witch huh? good witch or wicked are you a good witch or a bad witch a bad witch <laughs> <laughs> You knew that you were trying to get that. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch. Um. Oh God, you you have this. You you. This was you this week. Hey, what are you saying? Because I'm not letting you get a boyfriend. Why not? Oh, I've seen this. Dad will break his legs. No. And guess what will happen after that? See your boyfriend's daddy. Daddy will take him hostage and keep him in a cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to boyfriend, you're going to be a nun. You're going to be a nun, you're going to work for Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Then who you're going to work for? End of story. Hey! The Ray Bans he's wearing? Like yeah. Ryan, he's got that Ryan Gosling look going on. Ugh. My daughter got married oh this God. week. My daughter got married at recess. <laughs> yeah. And, and they had a ceremony at lunch. The entire first grade right. was there. I swear. My oh. wife is getting congratulated by all the other moms all week long. Go ahead. Nice. I, I heard. I saw this. Oh, I didn't. See, oh, ow. Ow. Oh. oh. That's how you cut hair? <laughs> Wait. 
We'll run it back. We'll run but, it back. But 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 he ain't got no hair. Uh, Ow. Uh, oh Bap. That's yeah, not that's not hell? that's not shaving. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> that's not why. shaving. Don't fucking gets me. Oh, okay. fuck. oh my god. This one's fucking the best. And action. Oh. Okay, quit touching me. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's already used to relationships. <laughs> yep. I'm going to annoy you. Am I annoying you? 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 Oh, is he going to hold off a very patient young man? That is a very patient young man. <laughs> oh, grumpy face. Oh, oh, see, she like you. She love you. And you're busted. <laughs> and you're busted. <laughs> oh, Look God. at you trying to act all innocent. Like you didn't just slap his ass in the face for the last five minutes and act. And then like. <laughs> just right, like a what woman. What would you do if you just, found about. Just like a woman. About this, so Sorry, Cynic. This is. This is. A girl taking a video of herself crying. To send to the mother. To accuse her babysitter. All over refusing to give her a snack. Yes. Antaria, <laughs> Gigi. <laughs> Fucking, oh. Yeah, except I just videoed that whole thing, biatch. <laughs> so now I got proof that oh. you just faked it. So digging through old boxes, my wife found her wedding purse. Uh oh. She let the kids play with it since they like pretending they're princesses. Oh no. And such, and they've been carrying it around excitedly like it's a great treasure. It turns out. They've been using it to store pepperoni. <laughs> they, they got pepperoni. They really are. Pu oh, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, those are pepperoni. pepperoni slices. Well, is it a refrigerated <laughs> purse? No. No. Oh, okay. No. That's a very fancy, fancy container for your pepperoni. Isn't it? <laughs> if you just put that in the fridge, it probably would be like, it'd be all right. You know? I just put it back in the fridge. Mm -hmm. um, this one, all, all the dudes are going to feel. So, uh, what's the story on this? There's My a son fell for an older girl? What? Yeah, if essentially, he like, he was giving this lady toys, right? Like, and, like, she wouldn't take them, and then she finally took them. Oh, I'll take toy. Persistently handed her toys until she started taking them. Oh. 
then just like that, she abandoned him. Oh. Oh. Love hurts. Hey. hey. it's just the sad the the moment he realizes it's just so like oh i think every single one of us had that had that car thing in the middle with the with 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 the Uh, the crank with the crank elevator on the right side and the slide hey hey bye bye Uh, uh, that's basically like what we say to people in discord every night when they leave but bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh my god, look at his cutums. Oh look boy. The cutums. Action on cutums. Oh. You tiny cat. I love you forever. Let me clean you. You dirty cat. Oh, Lady shit. <laughs> like he does have very angry face right yes, now. Yes, he like, does. Get out of here. Like, I'm gonna snap Little at you. I'll let boy. I'll let you do this a couple times, but you better not keep doing it or I'm gonna snap. Captain Barras are here. One half of Jesse Jess mustache. Little Capybara. <laughs> on a turtle. Riding to glory. <laughs> Come on, turtle! <laughs> is that turtle number two? Is that is that the turtle races? I see. Yeah, there's, I a, so. there's a two on the turtle's back, or is that a Z? Have you is seen it the Slava have turtle? Capybaras that that took back over. They're hmm. like like a bunch of rich people put in like a big development, and then the capybaras were like, "Nah, this is our shit." So they just literally live on like fucking. It's like literally like. Like the 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 HOA is like everything's nice, clean grass, you know, like and it's just capybaras just chilling, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's the best. They're like fuck you, rich people. Um, oh look at this cat. We got two kitties. I wonder what's going to happen. Hey, that's my food. Fuck your food. Oh, why you do that? Oh my Why god. That, that is face. a fucking fat face cat. Boo! <laughs> that is shocking. Oh, so fucking good. Dude, is that that I is a Mike Tyson of cats right there, that tabby. I know. Oh shit. Oh. Look at my boy. Look at him. Oh. Give me oh, sausage. I want that. I want, I want that sausage so bad. Give me. Yeah. Bring it down. Fuckers. Put it down here. Fuckers. <laughs> like, meow. Those little tiny illegal screams. Illegally small scrims. Um, <laughs> how my day starts each morning. Oh, the cutums. Bring the cutums. Oh, look at them. Oh, the little one's straggling. Oh, Here's your run. Little basset hounds. We're going. We can do it. Oh. oh, it's just cute. Except for this. This could go. You know? Yeah. This right here. Norway is trending. You know? I wonder why. I wonder why. Boys, you fucked okay. up. Everyone has to turn their sound up for this one. Okay. So this is at Willington Wetlands. And this is the elusive 
beaver fart. Oh, that was foul. That was foul. That was foul. If a beaver farts in the woods. Well, he farted not just in not just in the woods, but in the water too. <laughs> in the water. In the water. Um there's another name for beaver farts that we won't mention because it sounds too much like my name. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I got the wrong cat. It ain't me you looking for. I ain't did nothing to nobody. Uh, ouch. You holding my arm too tight. Garfield. Ouch. Garfield. Do you know Linda? Yeah. Did you bite her? No. You're on camera biting her. Fuck. We're gonna have to lock you up. Now. <laughs> Ah. Did you bite Linda? Maybe. No. We have you on camera biting her. Fuck. <laughs> um. Oh, if no one is around to boop to snoot, he must have boop it himself. A boopy boop. <laughs> A boop boop boop. Why? Boop boop. That is that all the boops? That's all the boops. You got all your boops out. Um. Uh. What do What do you think of this? Oh! I would not want to be the guy. I would not want to be the guy that's making them jump in the water. He is not making them happy. That is, how do you piss off a tiger? I mean, they're probably having a good time, honestly. You know? You say so. Um, look at the boy. Huh. And... I'd like to. Ah! Oh, shit! Oh, shit! <laughs> stop! <laughs> Fucking... Ah! Just his face. Like, look at the... Look ah! at... Oh, God! I, I think like he was sleeping stuff. down there. <laughs> yeah. I think you woke him up. Uh, yeah. Um, why does it do this? Like, I know there's nothing past this, but like every time, you know? <laughs> um cat kindly requests to be let in. Oh my god, that was a big one. You're right. Wait, 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 listen. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> this is mean. Oh. <laughs> oh. I love it. Uh this is for Crab if he's in chat. This is your mating dance. You're welcome. Actually, it looks like Florida stone crab that grow their, um, their the claw hermit, back. The little hermit. That grow their claw back, you know boys. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're little fiddler boys. They always have one of those. They got, like, one strong arm. Look at my strong arm! Florida stone crab are um, fucking delicious. 
That, that might be the greatest yeah. food ever. I mean, it's it kind of any crabs are pretty tasty. Yeah, but that specifically. Um, look, look, look. See the fishies? Oh, oh. Not anymore. Oh, oh. Fucking little Cthulian fucking. Mine. 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 Those little, little squiddy boys. Like. Oh. This is terrifying watching them come out of the water. You didn't see them in. You know? Mine. Mine. <sighs> what else I got? I got these little, little munchkins. Oh, fuck you, snake. Don't want your shit. Or fuck you. Oh, oh he shit. did it first. He got him. He did it first, son. Fuck you. Like, that's the thing. Like, look at the reaction speed on fucking little tabby. Cats are quick, man. Don't fuck with cats. You. They will fuck a, they will fuck uh, a bitch dude. up. They, they will fuck a bitch up. They, they are known to do so. Um, monkey. Look at monkey. He cleaning up. Look at him go. He's shoveling. Look at him cleaning. Yeah, monkey. Do it. Like. It's, look, it's, at that. look at the butt. Yes. Look at the that. butt scraping on the floor behind him. Doing the sweeping, I, I didn't, I didn't notice that, but it was more the fact that like he has been like running fucking drift mode all the way through this entire like yeah, thing. and and everything else is collected you know. up his asshole. <laughs> well, I didn't think of that. But, you know. uh, um, all right, watch closely. Oh, catch! <laughs> I know I got all y'all motherfuckers at home. Um, all y'all got got. Um, why? Can you explain to me why? What this was in taken? the Sam Hill? Is that inside a a what? <laughs> what? Is that inside a cup? It looks spicy. Whatever know. it is. Looks good. It looks like he's actually like eating it outside of the dryer, like out of the dryer, right? <laughs> yeah, <a little> bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is just I wanted a couple of weird ones to get people into the rest of it, you know. Ew. Come on, we gotta have the rest of it. Oh goodness. Gracious. That's it? No, look look at it. Like sardines and cheese. Yep. Why? Like Is he cooking it? Is he cooking it? I don't know. I don't know. Um yes. so this is just a bit of like <laughs> fucking the boring dystopia, but in a funny way. Um, we plan to cut all homeless people in half by 2025. Um, I, I think there's a comma. You know? I think they missed a comma in there. You know? But... 
No, I don't think that that, that, that comma would have helped that. I think they just needed to reword this fret, the, the rephrase the sentence. I don't think <laughs> a comma helps there. We planted cut comma all homeless people in half by 2025. <laughs> no, that's not where it goes. We plan to cut all homeless comma people by half. No, that's not going to work either. No, they just need to rephrase that whole thing. Just start over. Guys, okay. conservatives, Tories, guys, do better. <laughs> do better. Uh, or we're going to do better. So NASA is partnering with DARPA. Uh-oh. Okay. To demonstrate a nuclear theme, I want to say theme, nuclear thermal rocket engine in space. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? Can we set off um, a nuke in space? <laughs> yep. Um, so OnlyFans star earning 100K pounds a month starts affordable housing scheme for UK families. A scheme? Uh, yes. How yeah. is it a scheme? Earns to help out low-income families by buying houses to rent out an afford uh, rent out at an affordable price. Okay. Um, Rebecca Goodwin uh, has told her followers that she intends to start an affordable housing scheme using the earnings she made on the adult content platform. 28-year-old from Derbyshire said she plans to purchase eight houses outright to then rent to low-income families who are struggling to get by during the cost-of-living crisis, announcing her plans on Twitter followers. Oh, shit. According to her plans um, to her Twitter followers earlier this week, Rebecca wrote, the ball is now rolling with my affordable housing scheme. So, yep. Good for her. Wait, wait, wait. Good for her. Can I, can I, can I? Can you go back down a little further? Yeah. No, that's not yeah, what I wanted I to see. I wanted to see the rest of the article. I was looking for the article. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were. Um, she's a nice lady. So, she's a nice lady. Um, there will be no call-offs accepted Saturday 12 to the 23rd or Sunday 12 to the 24th. No, no, that's not to the twenty fourth. No, no, that is Sunday, December, Saturday, yes. December twenty oh, third, or God. Sunday, Christmas Eve. Christmas yeah. Eve. No babysitter, yeah. find one. How about fuck you? I Child quit. Sick. Buy some medicine. You're sick. Buy some medicine. Car Learn how to spell your Uber. We are yes. a million dollar company. Let's act like one. How about take care of your employees? Let's act like one. Assholes. Yeah. Fuck capitalism. No. Um, this is just fucking downright terrifying. Okay, so I have to explain. This is a patent by, I think, Samsung. Okay. Um, for televisions that if you wanted the commercial to end, okay, you could say McDonald's. And then your stuff would play again. <laughs> so, like, play commercial and be like, McDonald's, yeah. Are, are you sure that's and what then... this is? This looks like a storyboard of a of a. No, no, this is this is a patent. Okay. This is a patent. Okay, but the patent could still Samsung. be. But. But. 
from Samsung. Yes, I, I see that. What are the what are the drawings underneath? What are the drawings underneath with the with the little lines and arrows represent? The ones with the squares um, and, and then the, the rectangles. Good, good question. Timeline of some sort. Yes, because it it appears to be some type of a. But are you sure that's a pattern? I know. I know it's. Uh, yes, I'm wow. sure because that's what that's where I clicked it. And it was Samsung that has this patent. Mm -hmm. And it will make you go back to your show if you say, say McDonald's. McDonald's. Yep, that's and the secret. Or something else. That's the secret. Yep. Otherwise, it'll keep running commercials. Right. So if you you, you had one from like Arby's, it'd be like Arby's. You know. <laughs> They've got um, the meat, so fucking you'd have to like, you know what I mean? Um, how fucked up is that? Welcome that's... to fucking dystopia. Um, so all right, we need we need some cleansing of that dystopia again. Here we go. The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> fuck! I like the last one too. The last one's good. Yeah. Sexy. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Um. Okay, here we go. We are in Russia. Oh boy. Um. Somebody's getting the bomb. Houses in Russia. Oh boy. Oh, 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 like, can't. oh, um, what else we got? Oh, this one's great. <laughs> this is one of those like vegans on TikTok. So you can just go and shoot a deer and, and you can wear its skin and eat its meat and then hang it. That park is on the wall. I can't do it to a guy named Kevin or else the taxidermist calls the cops. <laughs> well. And I can't do it to a guy named Kevin. Um, what? What a perfect day to ride my bike. I feel like, I feel like it needs that jackass like bicycle song. You know? From mm -hmm. Queen. Sickle. Ah, <laughs> oh, it sounds like what I've been listening to like for two weeks on Discord. <laughs> I know. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, puppers. Get him. Get him. So horrible or hilarious? Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. What about this one? When you can't ollie stairs, but you go for it anyway. Uh-oh. Oh! oh! That's going to be a shoulder blade. Oh, I felt that pop. I heard that pop. And next, 
Thumbs up. Make sure to give this video a thumbs up. Wow. <laughs> give it a like. Sure. Well, that's a that's a big thumb. Fish your mom, fish your mom. Fish your mom. <laughs> Explain. Explain. <laughs> what the Brazil. fuck? <laughs> what is going on, dude? Yeah, make sure to give that video a thumbs up. Make sure to give it a thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Um, I think that's yep. two thumbs up. <laughs> that's two. That counts as two thumbs up. Yeah, I think it might. Two thumbs way up. Um, this is why you shouldn't wear skinny jeans. Oh! 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 man! Don't do that to the guy whose back is fucked up. Oh man, that that oh, I felt that shiver right up my back. Oh, BDT from the top. Not cool. Not cool. <laughs> bro that I mean it's a little cool bro the jumper it's a little cool oh my god that hurts I'm feeling pain next oh god no I can't don't I make me watch it again movie. please in slow-mo oh god <laughs> no god please no <laughs> you're lucky fucking windows doesn't want us to yes thank you um is that an oh, avocado that, that's a red potato Dude, this fucking one is gonna get everybody. <laughs> Hold on. Fruit. We call this Lilikoi in Hawaii. Okay. You're done. You're done. Honey. Huh? Honey. <laughs> 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 that sounds terrible. Not happening. Kofi. Kofi. This dude's a good sport. On the back of his pickup truck. This is probably going to be really gross. <laughs> Perfect. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Uh, okay. What the hell did she open up and cut and drink that out of? Uh, like a guava fruit, I think. Oh my god, that was great. Um, okay. Yep. And action. What's up? I'm Steven. This is my first drink of the night. What's up? I'm Steven. This is my second drink of the night. Woo! I'm Steven. This is my eighth drink of the night. Oh my god. Steven? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's great, man. I, you gotta show that, that last part again. It's just him laying on the ground laughing. It's just genius. Oh man, that's that's wonderful. Oh fuck. Oh.
try. <laughs> oh, marshmallow. That was easy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> what what's gonna be the line? Ready? Ready? What the fuck was that? Orange? Oh. oh, she's puking. Ready? Oh, that. Oh, she's. Dude, you are totally not getting laid tonight. Unless the girl on the right is your girlfriend. I think it is, yeah. Okay, then you might be. That's... Oh, oh she booted. She booted. Oh, oh that's gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The fucking egg. That. All right, so this one's... That's good. This one's a slow fucking burn. That's not a cigarette in her hand. That was a joint. <laughs> oh, it's just tight. It's just tight. Oh, oh, ow, ow, ow. No, stop. Please stop. Oh, my God. What the f Low budget Hulk Hogan over here. Oh, come on. Dude, this is oh painful to watch. Oh, my God. How did he not break his hand? He still has a fucking zip ties on. He can't break him. He can't break shit. Now. Yow. Yow. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. 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 He's getting there. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Oh. Oh. Oh, you right, got, got two. two of them. <laughs> Still can't get the zip ties though. <laughs> that was just so I could take a fucking dab. Um. Oh. <laughs> okay. Pay very close attention. You think 
Oh! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's a hospital trip. Wait, wait. Oh, and it freezes right there. <laughs> oh. oh, she's going to be doing that for about another minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow, indeed. Um, just that, that sound at the end. Uh, fucking hits the fucking A flat. Um, you know this guy. You know this guy? Give me a hell yeah. Okay. Watch this, watch this, look. What's that mean? Oh, look at the leg. The Undertaker. The way it runs down the glass. Something about how the way it's supposed to affect the taste buds. I'm like, who gives a flying F about the legs? I just want to know what it tastes like when I taste it. Okay, we got to do the smell test to it. Y'all got it. Smells good. Got a good aroma to it. Yeah. Got a nice bouquet. <laughs> that is indeed a tasty beverage. <laughs> that is indeed a tasty beverage. Um, I just, you know, why not? Um, any thoughts? <laughs> no. Hello, is this thing on? Watching Stone Cold critique wine is not something I expected to see, but I love every second of it. Undertaker saying bouquet is honestly something I never thought I'd see in my life, but here we are. <laughs> Funny. Okay. So, you know how we end things here. I do. <sighs> yep. You ready for some bangs? We end on those normally. And action. Molotov cocktail. Uh oh. <laughs> Okay, that didn't go in. No. <laughs> <laughs> that going, that's going in. Tell me it froze right there. I don't think it fucking, it did freeze right there. Oh, son of a bitch. Um, I hate you, Reddit. Here, I can fix it, though. Yeah, watch this, though. If I just refresh, it should work. <laughs> That's oh, man. That's the video stops. The video stops right there. Um, I think that literally went okay. up his ass. Let's just refresh. And then it'll work. I just want you to know Jesus loves you. Okay? For Jesus. And the Lord said, Let, Let there be, be light. light. Oh my God. Oh. Oh God. Stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. Who took him a heel? Fucking. Stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> He's okay. He's all right. His eyebrows are gone. Um. So, lighting up some homemade fireworks in the Netherlands.
They're on a... Holy shit! That's how you end with a bang. Like... Oh, fuck. Um... So... Yeah, that's boats. We Damn! We did it. We, uh... Yay, we did it. We did it. Um, that was fun. And we'll be back on yeah. Sunday night, and we're going to have four whole new stories. Because these were like a week and old already. Boats. And we'll have some more boats. And um, yep. tomorrow night, I believe there might be an A for A or a bitch or a something. Yeah. <clears throat> I might be able to make that. It may be crab okay. going live somewhere, doing something somewhere. I don't know. That could be happening. Hmm. Um. And we'll be back Sunday. There'll be clips from this. Uh, there are clips that are going to be out. One's already out today, plus tomorrow and Saturday from the stream with Fiorella. Look for the clips from INN News. Um, actually, the INN News clips are probably going to have to wait a week to go up. But, you know, I have all these INN News clips and um, from all these old episodes, and none of them, I think, they're all on Odyssey, but I don't think that they're on... Uh, Rumble or Rockfin. Maybe we'll work on getting some of those up there. We'll talk about that. But um, let me know what your favorite boat boat was by messaging at How did we miss that? Um, at How do we miss the? You know? Leave off the last the. T for How do we miss the? The fuck you talking about? Right. Um, the fuck. And apparently, apparently. The NATO cocksuckers are saying Cy Hirsch's article is completely inaccurate, except for all of the facts, dates, and timelines that he completely aligns that align with everything else that we know. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah, but see, NATO blew up North Street. After Robert Downey Jr. died in the thing, like we're in a completely different timeline now. So. Oh, you know, right, right. Well, oh, it's a, it's, it's the Avengers. What it's are like we the in? Multiverse. Right. Thing, right. Like we're. You know, like we, we we have the 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 weird Peter Parker in ours. You know, is that the one that was like dancing down the street, creepy? That's yeah. funny. All right, all right. Well, until Sunday, because it's only going to be a few days. I'm going to remind everyone to keep questioning everybody's motivations and look out for all those fucking chaos agents out there. Yeah, we see you. We see you. Night, everybody. Keep listening to what little birds have to tell you. Good night, fam. I think I liked it better being blind When I couldn't read between the lines And when I couldn't see the cracks in the structure That lay bare before me the whole time I think I liked it better back when I Suspended disbelief and swallowed pride I thought I knew the difference in the red from the blue But they both bleed us so dry both bleed us so dry My favorite songs don't hit the same way I get to the end of a four minute track And I'm only looking back thinking What did they actually say?